Welcome to This Just In, the show bringing you the latest advancements in healthcare, strategy, innovation, and public policy. And now, for the fastest voice in healthcare, here's your host, Justin Barnes. Thank you for tuning in, and welcome to This Just In. I'm your host, Justin Barnes. In these segments, I'll bring you the latest advancements in healthcare, strategy, innovation, and public policy. And today, we are broadcasting live from the Health Conference in Las Vegas. Very excited to be here again to do another show among the 10,000 or so that are calling this conference home for, again, another day. Um, But for this episode, my 253rd episode, we have back my illustrious and brilliant producer, Roberta Mullen. Welcome back to the show, Roberta. Thanks, Justin. Great to be here. And this is the first time we've done at a a live, right, conference? I think at a show, correct. At a show, yes. right, right, right. Because we've done it in studio before. Absolutely. But we've not done it at a, sh- at a show before. And I always love my chats with you. I appreciate you coming on air with me. We always have a, uh-huh. a good time. Um, you have great insight. And I'm glad today you worked out. It just happened to pop up in both our calendars. And so it was meant to be. It was meant to be. So first of all, um, how many... Out of the health conferences, is this your third, second, third? How many have you attended? Of health. Yes. Um, the only one I missed was the the one in Boston last year. Okay. But I've been to the, all the oh, other ones. This is my first right. one. This, yeah, this is yeah. your first one. Yeah. But I'm you know excited. I like to go to Las Vegas. Yeah. If a conference is Las Vegas, I'm usually here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm all in. I um, <laughs> Exactly. But this is my first, yeah, it's my first health conference. I think mm-hmm. I was trying to slow, you know, take a little bit of time off, recharge my batteries. They're all recharged, so now I'm back back at it uh, in a couple of different capacities. So I would certainly want to attend this. I have to say, though, that I think that this has really um, has really shifted a little in that in the fact that coming from Vive, because health is now involved with Vive and Vive is very health IT centric. But the first few years of health, it wasn't it didn't have a lot of presence of health IT like our industry. Right, right. But I think that Vive really helped that because you see it here. You see uh, we see a lot more clients. I I saw very few clients or people that we dealt with in the in the years before in health. It was more it was more the whole ecosystem, you mm-hmm. know, trying to put together. But the, but um, much bigger this year, much. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, over 10,000. And I would say, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of great innovators, a lot of small companies. So I met with a couple of peers mm-hmm. yesterday from the industry. And they're they're amazed by how many smaller companies are here, not just the big boys. Because at, at HIMSS, mm-hmm. there's really this really big, you know, multi-billion dollar right. um, companies. And there's a lot of them. <laughs> and here, there's a lot of smaller companies, right. which is cool. So a lot of great innovators, entrepreneurs. Exactly. Um, and then exactly. investors. The, the startup. I sat uh, yesterday through all 12 pitches. They oh. had, so Johnson & Johnson had a, um, a pitch competition. They they got two minutes to pitch it. They had three judges. They had um, uh, two minutes after that, the judges could ask them questions. So it was four minutes up there. They had 12 of them. Okay. And then they picked one. Of course, there's there's money um, yeah. uh, prize. And they announced the, announced the winner. But interesting interesting uh do you remember the name of the company that won um i'll look it up i'll have it before you okay Mm -hmm. perfect because usually uh, when we did the venture forum over in the other conference Mm -hmm. i would always have the um the winner on my show when i broadcasted live okay um, from him so uh, you know it might be a good opportunity if i should have have let me know exactly exactly awesome well why don't we um so i mean i guess at a high level how's the show been so far for you um, good. Interestingly enough, I, you know, I come as press and I usually am bogged down with interviews here, interviews there, you know, trying to mm-hmm. please the, 
um, the news cycle, oh, yes. press release side. And this year I decided, well, I'm not going to do that. I, I am going to take in only sessions this year. And I said no to every interview except for you. <laughs> Thank you. So that's right. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I've done nothing but go to, uh, to the sessions mm-hmm. and I, and every one of them has been great, you know? So in that, uh, in that direction, I mean, what, what has st- anything stand out from uh, from one of those sessions? Um, well, I, I picked the, I picked some big people that I thought are in the industry. One, um, do you know who Chrissy Farr is? Of course. She was a- <laughs> of course. <laughs> if you're in our industry, yeah, you know who she is. Yes. Yeah. She got to do a fireside chat with Roz Brewer. Now, Roz Brewer is the new CEO of the, the Walgreens Alliance. Yes. And that was really an interesting, um, an interesting chat, I guess yep. is what you call it. Right. So that was, and, and, uh, and it all stemmed in the, Healthcare is local. And the other thing is um, consumer versus patient. I know we've had this conversation mm-hmm. before, the consumer versus patient. And I've never thought, I, I've always said, well, whatever. That's been my whole Proactive thing. versus reactive. Yeah, it's, very it's like whatever you want to call it. But right. she, um, Roz had said one thing. They don't call it, they certainly in a pharmacy in Walgreens, they do not use the word patient. And because they're in retail. And I think... And it may, got me really thinking about the fact that when these retail people are coming into this whole game now mm-hmm. and that it is going to switch over to the consumer, the consumer's experience, that kind of thing. So um, it, it gave me a whole different aspect of that patient versus there. And the other, uh, the one I, I took down like interesting tidbits, you know, cocktail tidbits mm-hmm. or whatever. Here's, here's the one with Walgreens. Walgreens, there is... A Walgreens within five miles of everybody's home in the United States. Yeah, that's right. I don't know about up in Alaska, but right, right. <laughs> but yeah, that was yeah. that was really kind of interesting. Yeah. So when they when she says healthcare is local, that's why they can do something about it. It truly is. Right. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and I, I say this every. I mean, every time I speak on this topic, I think I simply boil it down to consumers are proactive about the healthcare. Patients tend to be reactive not to defend anybody but that's the mm-hmm. truth when you because if you're paying if you're paying or you care about the cost of your health care you need to become a consumer you need to research there's so much opportunity out there to save money um, and spend less money um, if you in a lot of cases not in everyone obviously emergencies and all that but a patient's you know they're re- they're kind of reactive to what's going to happen to them um, and that's a very every day that's it gets more dangerous it's Russian roulette in healthcare. we have the new surprises act you know we're just talking about that off air there's some really cool innovations and, and things happening there, but um, you just got to be, you know, be very careful about being too much of a patient <laughs> coming up, certainly in what's happening to this economy and where we're going. So. Well, that's funny because I'm a consumer then and my husband's a patient. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, certainly a consumer and, and most of my family now are consumers. <laughs> Let's oh, just say yeah. that. <laughs> I'm not sure I'll ever get him over to that. <laughs> so... Um, this is a you know heavy tech show, so I you know and I love to talk about innovation. So any cool innovations that you've seen so far? Well, I saw twelve of them. Yep. At the, okay. <laughs> at were the they pits. all cool though? Yes. I, okay. I I thought they were. They were. Um, well, we had to, we were talking a little before. Um, mental health is really it's awesome. It is yeah. an interesting. Um, it's really emerging, and the more I the more I sit and look at these things or hear about these things or see them, I'm. 
I understand that it's really a problem. I think that most people don't understand that. It's a suit, yeah. Yeah. And so, so there was some of that. There was some, uh, there was some that brought, uh, that helped bring, uh, pharmacy, uh, drugs to the market quicker because look, they, you know, the, they're not coming up quick enough. Clinical trials, another big one. Um, the science of a lot of clin- clinical trial. I, I should have I should have done a little bit more homework, but mm-hmm. you know there was twelve in yeah. like you know there, but they were all good. They were all, yeah. uh, interesting. A group group therapy, mm-hmm. online group therapy, uh, that was an okay. interesting fertility, um, uh, women fertility, all about women. That I was saw a, that. I actually walked into that one just as it's passing through. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. So I mean, it was all all over the gambit. Yep. Mm. Excellent. Cool. Um, any cool conversations or meetings so far outside of ours right here? No, you're the only conversation I've had. <laughs> I'm honored. But I tried not to make eye contact. <laughs> I don't wear my badge for that well, kind of that, exact reason too. That, I just I have my purpose. I go, I run off, do my per, you know, my event or whatever I have to do, and then I go uh, hide in some corner somewhere because uh-huh. I, 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 yeah, I'm with you, hundred uh, percent. Although, although I do have a. Um, you know, spotted by, I was, I randomly got introduced to Patrick Conway, doctor, the head oh, yes. of, um, Love Con- oh, I know. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah. worked he a was, lot with him. He was nice. in his hat and, in uh, in running outfit or whatever. Yep. I said, you must be incognito there. Yeah. <laughs> and he started laughing. So that was, that was like my, what star yep. uh, yeah, yep. that I met. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah. No. And yeah, actually on that, uh, in that direction, when I finally, um, turned my phone off last night, I had just shy of 20,000 steps is 19,988 steps. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's uh, today I'm only at like 6,000 or 7,000. So I said, I got, I need to pick up with my, uh, my yeah, steam Yeah, I've been sitting here. a lot this, today. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here's a question that I've been asking. I have a couple here that I've kind of, with my show, I, I'm trying to transition to some different questions and I want to pull more out of people. So what makes Healthcare Now Radio or, you know, the platforms that you operate better than everybody else in the market. What is your superpower? So Healthcare Now Radio now is 10 years old, mm-hmm. right? And it was... I've been uh, there almost nine, yeah, eight and a half. Well, yeah. you're, you're yeah. pretty much one of the original shows. When we went off really live, yep. you know, we, um, yep. we pulled you in. So, um, but in the building of that, we have accumulated 16 radio shows on the radio. And now we have a podcast network of people that already have podcasts that we syndicate and help out. So our superpower is allowing us to be a, a big group. And when we push that out under one Healthcare Now radio, we're a, we're a power. Yeah. You know, we push out episodes every single day. Oh, yeah. Um, the average listen to each of um, episodes doesn't matter who you are in our network is five to six hundred. Yeah. Those are that's just the average. Yep. You know, some yep. of them get a thousand, two thousand, and nobody individually is been, is, can really do that. Yeah, right. It's right. actually a great. So point. if you have a so if you have a podcast, yep. call us up. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> love it. Yeah. I, I highly recommend that. I've been mm-hmm. part of the platform for yeah, yeah. eight years, eight and a half years, and, and I right. love it. So. And you, I, I mean, if we, I don't even know how many, you've got hundreds of thousands of listens, you know, yeah. uh, between the radio and then we put them on, of yep. course we put them on demand. So, yep. yeah. It's mm. awesome. Yeah. So, um, 15 of my listeners are C-suite healthcare executives and, and a lot of them are entrepreneurs. 
What advice would you offer to them? Kind of thought leadership advice would you offer to them? To a C-suite person? Yeah. Because um, my more, I'm more the entrepreneur and the tech that kind of listens to me and the, the C-suite executives in healthcare. Mm-hmm. So what advice from your perspective? Because you see a lot out there. You listen to a lot out there. So what right. advice? Well, if I'm going to give advice, I would like to give it to the women. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've been in mm-hmm. the business for a long time. I've been in health, in technology for a very, very long time. Um, if anybody knows me, my um, Twitter handle is miss software miss software okay. yeah, great. and so i had a business that was called miss software and i did very technical uh we did barcode integration to uh, manufacturing okay so you can imagine <laughs> how many women were around in barcode integration <laughs> in manufacturing well not, that would be me not many <laughs> and you, my one. company was called miss software yeah so so um but as i as I was there by myself, you know, I didn't have many, I didn't have women mentors, of course. But then as I did get in and, and see these women, um, I found that they weren't very good at mentoring other women. Mm. And I think it, it was at a time that, you know, women were, I don't know, I, I can't tell you how much I, I'm stammering on this, but I, I hope that the women that are here now mm-hmm. in the C-suites and, and pushing up, they find themselves in a mentoring position. Find them. They're, they're in your companies. They're, you can spot them and yeah. mentor them to, to come up behind you. Don't take them as competition, but mentoring. That's, That's you know, for women especially, especially. So uh, yeah, to, in that direction, I, I, I hear for a couple things when you, when you mentioned that. You mentioned that off air a little bit. And first mm-hmm. of all, you know, making sure everybody knows they can do anything that they want. Mm-hmm. Out of the gate, you don't have to be pushed into being, a, you know, a lawyer mm-hmm. or, you know, a doctor or whatever, you know, whatever mm-hmm. your career path that you might have in your family or right. that you've been told or your parents want you to do or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and in that direction, that's why the mentoring is so important. So, yeah, I, I had mentors at a young age help me tremendously. And then I became a mentor as soon as possible, but also mentor to people outside my company. But, you know, when we were building my uh, first large company, I mentored a lot of my employees and even... Um, a lot of the male and female, not half of them are now either C-suite executives or CEOs themselves their own companies. It's really cool to kind of watch a lot of that um, come full circle. But I've I've written a lot of letters from them in the past five years just thanking me for, you know, A, treating them as an equal, which is, oh my God, well, you know, 15 years ago, you know, that wasn't happening in all the places, but I I was raised in an area where it was and women are, are, you know, equal if not more powerful mm-hmm. my mother rules the rules the roost my grandmother rules the roost where i come from how is your grandmother my grandma's been amazing 98 <laughs> years old she's still cranking i went up to boston to see her three weeks ago right. she's she gave me heck she 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 keeps me in my place let me tell you all right um but she's very well and very healthy mm-hmm. god bless so you know i but i've gave i gave that guide path to people as well so they they thanked me for not only giving them an opportunity but then also you know treating them as full equals to the team and inspiring their dreams and even at times they had to quit to move on to become bigger so almost to your point i didn't see them you know i, I wanted them to go off and flourish they flourished some flourished with me uh, and alongside me and some it was right for them to come up and then after four or five years they moved on and take over their own business or take over something else and and move on and no, never get in that way we never know what our you know what our 
the best path is for for the ecosystem around us and sometimes it's with us and sometimes it's not with us and don't be selfish so almost to your point is don't see them as competition but also don't try to keep them i i was very fortunate where i just i let a couple of them go i supported them giving reference letters and it hurt me and because like oh my gosh well, i just invested in you for the last five years and then all that but it was the right thing to do and it turned around in spade because then you get this great letter you know in the last couple of years saying hey you fueled all of this or they give these public testimonies and you're part one of the three people that affected their life the most that was really cool so yeah. it's been extremely rewarding in that regard. Right. I, yeah. I was at a party one time. It was probably about 15, 20 years ago. And this young gal came up and she had worked for me like a long, uh, a long time ago before that. And she introduced me and she said, oh, you have to meet this. This is the most influential woman in my life. She did more for me than I. I and I was really shocked. I yeah. was like, I was in awe. And I said, oh, well, that's so nice. And she goes, well, it's so true. That's awesome. I was like. Uh, and she just worked for me and yep. I guess how I, you know, interacted with her and led. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how you led her. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, one, one of my newer questions too is what is one of the one things that you've learned over the past 25 years that you wish you had learned in year one? Well, I went to college in the early seventies and um, at that time, it was almost like when I got a, when I was applying for colleges, it's like, well, what are you going to be a nurse or a, um, mm. a, a nurse or a teacher? Yeah, my grandma's a nurse. That's exactly right. My yeah. mother was a nurse. Yeah. Um, and my father was a doctor, and nobody said, "Do you want to be a doctor?" Uh-huh. They said, "Do you want to be a nurse?" Right. Right. Well, what are you going to be, a nurse or a, uh, a nurse or a teacher? Mm-hmm. Well, I was a teacher. Yeah. That's what I went to college for. I yep. was a teacher, and if I. If I had daughters today or young women today, it's like, don't don't let them pigeonhole you into what you can be. Yep. You know, figure out for yourself what you want to be. Yep. Because as you can see, I'm not a teacher anymore. Yep. I've had many, many career paths. And I, I integrated barcoding into manufacturing. So. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's true. And also into, into that point is also to experiment. So I remember in, I was going to be a lawyer in college. Mm-hmm. And um, halfway through, I did an uh, internship and I spent, I think the first week in the law firm, I knew I did not want to be a lawyer. I'd already gone down the path, so I had to finish off what I was working on um, in the legal studies. But I, 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 got, I also then immediately took business classes and said, you know, I don't want to be a lawyer. Um, and, uh, and, and by experimenting and exploring like that. It gave me a great, I said, I'm, I'm going to be a business person. And that law background actually helped me with all my political stuff and all the, um, the Capitol Hill work and mm-hmm. all the policy work. So having that background was awesome. But mm-hmm. I'm grateful I went down the business route and not, uh, and not a lawyer. And only, you only knew that by getting in there. Right. So. And, and I don't think any education is, is worthless because you learn something. I got, in, I got into the <clears throat> computer industry because I was a teacher. The first job that I ever got was actually installing and teaching pharmacists how to use pharmacy computers. Mm. So they and they hired me only because I was a teacher. Oh, so, there you go. So that parlayed. That yeah. actually parlayed. So you know, it wasn't it wasn't worthless. I mean, anytime you go to college, you can you take what you learn and and you make it skills. Yeah. You make yourself skills. Yeah. Well, I know we have about five minutes left. Mm-hmm. You, have, you said you have a couple questions, or you want to? Well, I just want to. I just want to <laughs> give shout outs to who like I saw. I saw Mickey on on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, he was great talking about you know what the ONC is doing. Um, I saw Chiquita Brooks Lashore, mm-hmm. um, the CMS woman, and she, the one thing, the, the one real big takeaway from 
her was that, you know, Congress has now allowed CMS to negotiate drug yeah. prices. I, and I think that's really going to, well, she says it's going to really be big. So if she says it, I'm going to say it too, right? Right. Um, who am I? Um, the other thing I saw um, was calm. Com is turning into Com Health now, or uh, sectioning out. Yeah. One of the interesting things about them, again, mental health. We're talking about um, that. They made a, a statement that in the last year, they had four hundred million engagements, either download or on their website. How do you think about that? Four hundred million engagement. That's with that's their app. Yeah. Or their, um, yeah. yeah. So that's what, you know, sparked them to say, oh, well, you know, we really need to be a, a, mm-hmm. a player in this um, mental health stuff. They're onto something. So, yeah. So for, that was absolutely. kind of, that was a really interesting, another ti- another tidbit yeah. for um, your so, cocktail hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you brought up Mickey, and I, I do want to take mm-hmm. a moment because Mickey had a great talk on the first day, mm-hmm. and he talked about the... Um, really the high tech act and then we kind of went through the maturations of policy and mean few stage one, two and three, the mm-hmm. 21st century cures act. Mm-hmm. And now we're on this. Um, and we've had some, you know, we've had some disillusionment with some of the policy, but now he talks about the slope of enlightenment and, and then a plateau of productivity. And I, I mentioned this on my last show. And I mentioned it again, because I, I the 21st century cures act. And I, and I mentioned that I was talking to you about this off air is so instrumental to where we are uh, in healthcare and, and what we're doing because we see a lot of innovations happening here, hundreds of booths, hundreds of companies. All, I would say half of them, if not more, are being enabled by the 21st Century Cures Act. And, I, and I, I'll have Mickey back on my show because I want to talk about this some more because we need to keep this policy push going because we're enabling so much innovation. And, and I think you and I talked, I, we need to do a lot more. There's a lot more opportunity to, uh, to um, expand and do better as an industry. We owe it to this country. However, we would not have half these innovations. And even a lot of my companies are being fueled and enabled by interoperability, by the sharing of data. So let's continue to break down those walls. Let's you know keep these policies moving forward. Um, even the new Sunshine Act, I think we're going to see a lot. There's going to be a lot of right. good pieces for that. Certainly, we're going with this economy coming up. So I'm very happy with what the ONC has done. There's a lot of work. They don't usually get the credit. They only get the complaints. So, you know, again, I, I think we need to have, and I hope Mickey hears this, uh, and ONC and, and our friend Steve, um, we need to make yep. sure, you know, we need to be talking about this stuff because let's get them back on air uh, because there's so much that we're taking for, we, we, we were losing sight of it's being enabled by this. And there's a lot of, you know, uh, tough people, you know, meaningful use and so forth. But anyway, we're building on all that. We're building on all that policy. We don't have tons of new policy coming out. We're actually making the current policy better. And that's what's great. Um, and then the Sunshine Act, I'm very excited about that. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, No Surprises Act. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunshine Act was good too, but uh, No Surprises Act is excellent. Uh, and so we're going to continue to build on that. I think even the economy coming up, and this is my last speaker talked about that, we're going to have some tough times financially over the next couple of years uh, with our economy and even globally, but certainly here in America. I believe we're going to leverage the No Surprises Act much more, certainly as patients become consumers and they're picking up much more, much more of their healthcare costs. And times are going to get financially more difficult. So I think that that policy is a, a, a very timely. So Right, right. Yeah. Um, Got about a minute or so more. So what would you like to add or what else from the conference or anything one, in sessions? One thing that Mickey said that is just stuck in my mind and I had to write it down. This is Mickey Tripathi. For the, everybody, this is Mickey, right, yeah. right uh, Tripathi. And in the enlightened, 
the enlightened times mm-hmm. that we're in. He said that because your insurance type and status mm. does relate to the care you receive. Absolutely. And that's why they're, they, we need to do what we, yeah. we are doing. It's not right, that, but it's that's true. That's not right. Yeah, that's it's true, but right. it's not right. That's right. That's a that's a very powerful statement. Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree. Um, so, what do you have left before you go back to Atlanta? Well, actually, I am taking the red eye out tonight. <gasps> oh wow! So I'm pretty much done. Oh my gosh, this is great. <laughs> well, it's um, it's still got a lot going on here. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm here, but today's my really my last day. I fly out at uh, two o'clock tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've accomplished all of my goals. I saw some really cool innovations, um, just caught up with some great people from my past. And one thing I will certainly hopefully inspire some people and, and have them continue to, to, uh, to leg it out because of what I've built over the last 25 years in the industry and just people that I've met and, and been fortunate enough to work with a lot of them, but just meeting a lot of people and, and collaborate on different boards and from also a lot of volunteerships is, um, now they're here. And so you're, I've kind of really increased some velocity of relationships and partnerships because I've been around so long and there's a lot of trust built with people and it's made this in these conferences naturally just take a a mind of their own in some ways and become much more powerful than I even planned. So I've noticed that with every conference now, I see people that I have maybe haven't spoken with them in 10 or 15 years, but now we're going to do something now and it comes full circle. Even hymns, I've got some new business partners now from just, I was taking some time off and recharging my batteries. And then I (laughs) met some of my old business partner from 20 years ago and he's like, no, look what I'm doing. And I said, no. And he said, yes. And next thing you know it, we're off to the races. So, um, no. And Vive, we're going to go to Vive. Yes. So very excited. So Vive is coming up. Mm -hmm. We both will be broadcasting live from there. Yeah. So very excited. But, uh, you know, everybody stay in there. Life gets hard. Things get hard. Leg it out. It pays off in the end. And it'll pay off at Vive in March. I'm very excited for that uh, that conference. And then Amsterdam in two years, in 2024. Are you going to do that? I am. Absolutely. We were talking about, I, I don't know what I would do there, but. Oh, I'm absolutely going. <laughs> okay. All so, right. But, um, but we are at time, Roberta. You're always an awesome guest. Thank All you. Right. I actually want to do this more often. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we always have a good chat and uh, you have a great perspective. You're a great producer. If you have a show, a live radio show, a podcast. Get it to Roberta. She'll mm-hmm. take good care of you. Um, We'd and, love to talk to you about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. But um, thank you for joining us today. Have a great rest of your conference. A very safe flight. And um, we'll see everybody next week. Thank you so much. Take care.